Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Yo, Aries, I had the weirdest dream the other night. I'm in a ping pong tournament, right? And I'm playing for the championship. And all the balls disappeared. That's when I thought about Rujin Men. Man, if you need to be game ready, Rujin Men is for you. If you've run out of balls, guess what? I got balls. They're not white balls like ping pong balls, but they're balls. That being said, you need a wingman? Well, I want to tell you about Rujimin. Rujimin is going to help you impress in bed. If you've got a long-term partner or someone new, you want to feel extra confident, you need to go with Rujimin.com and get yourself Rujimin ready. What's Rujimin? Rujimin is made from the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And you can get it prescribed online and shipped directly to your door. I know there's others out there that will do it, but why do you need Rujimin? Because it's the only product with a patent-pending formula that combines both the ingredients from Viagra and Cialis for optimal results. The dosage is customizable. Rujimin's patented sublingual delivery system. You place it under your own tongue. Allows for better and quicker absorption. It works in 15 minutes or less. Because when you're ready to play the game, you need to be ready to play the game. Rujimin tastes good. Soft mint, no chalky, bitter medical taste. And Rujimin is prescribed by doctors and made in licensed American labs. This is a call to action, man. Kind of like the Batman movies. When Commissioner Gordon puts the bat signal in the air and Batman meets Commissioner Gordon on the roof. In other words, put the Rudiment signal in the air, which is probably a pair of balls and a hard erection. And guess what? Men will meet you on the roof. Listen, do yourself a favor. Go to Rudiment.com right now and use promo code S15 for 15% off. Once more, that's Rudiment.com. That's R-U-G-I-E-T-M-E-N.com. And use promo code S15 for that 15% off. Be Rudiment ready. I know my balls are ready. Are yours? sent me an email Beatrice who sent you a goddamn email oh Steve 
That was uh that was actually pretty good, brother. That but uh I I just and see but th- you're not a comedian, so you're not necessarily looking to add more meat, a la jokes on the bone. I would have loved to have built more of a detail, like you know, that nigga wrote me, Daddy. Was it the same nigga that raped you, June Bug Spade? <laughs> nah, Daddy, you fucking another nigger. Yes, Daddy. What's this nigga's name? Uh, oh, Daddy. Tell me the nigga's name. Uh, oh, Steve. So, d- yeah, just to give it some more flair. But you're getting there, baby. It's it, it's getting all the meat off the bone. Yes. You like a new hole that uh, your pimp's A&A put on the block. You got the outfit. You got the strut. But you're not making enough money yet. You're bringing us bullshit. But keep working. And uh, you're going to eventually bring us the right kind of coinage. All right? We're going to slap the shit out you. Get on that goddamn corner. All right. Andy's the Jewish pimp. He don't say nothing. He just... I collect the money. He collects the money. Hey, they, how much did you make? I, I reinvest it. Yes. There's a, there's a profit-sharing program with me and the hookers. Damn. That's the right kind of pimp. Evett Vetzer. Improv Questions... Everybody improv and questions. Sup, ANA Podcast. My name is EJ, and I had the pleasure of seeing you guys Friday night at the Irvine Improv. I'm probably one of the few Asian listeners on here. No, no, Everett. There's you and many of your potatoes that listen to this. You both killed it. And I had a great time with my friends. I just had a few questions. Uh, question number one. I really don't see the appeal of Gemma. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> you know what the appeal is? She smash. She's not my type. Her body. Well, nigga, listen. <laughs> you motherfucking Taiwan ambient Fitch wearing motherfuckers don't weigh but Abercrombie Abercrombie and Fitch ass <laughs> niggas don't weigh but point ten pounds motherfucker you couldn't handle a goddamn Gemma it'd be trying to choke a bull with a fucking dental floss nigga try to ride her yeah well whatever <laughs> her body really does remind me of the Hulk I'd suffocate if she tried to ride me Andy you gotta post a pic of your girl on social media cause I'm sure us fans wanna see her this thing is after your lady um Andy you'd win more debates if you remembered shit <laughs> your pedantic ass always either forgets or rebuttals questions by saying I never said that it gets annoying cause I'm trying to root for you and I really do see your point of views you gotta chug that ginkgo biloba before you start filming thanks guys keep up the great work and I hope for more Southern Cal shows soon yeah um, he said he's, he's Asian yeah but what kind of Asian do you say white nigga. I, I need Everett some- Venser I need some of them Chinese herbs to Nigga, get my brain working. I need some working. of them Chinese names in your name. <laughs> Everett Venser? Come on, nigga. Throw me a chow or a pho or a mookly young. Nigga. I like fat. And that's exactly what Gemma is. Fat in all the right places. 
damn, man, I'm telling y'all niggas gonna stop shoot shitting on my imaginary bitch that I'll never have. <laughs> I'm not going to keep tolerating all this disrespect. <laughs> I can finally see the moment. Like, you're getting a little, maybe like 10 years from now, you're a little older, and you finally get her, and you go to move her, and, and you just, <laughs> you nigga. just realize you can't pick her up Shit, anymore. nigga. Mm. <laughs> all right, Kevin Furlow. The Shield and God. What up, bro? Uh, when I binge watched The Shield, it was a few years after it ended. You asked if it was gritty. It definitely is. Michael Chiklis is dark and dangerous. Good watch. So I understand your point of view. Uh, good watch. So I understand your point of view on the God aspect. Why would God allow kids to die violently in certain aspects? Was a question you have asked before. And he said, unfortunately, it's free will. Well, there have been many situations where kids have been saved from dangerous situations. I heard a story the other day. A waitress was working a shift at a restaurant. She noticed a kid that was with a couple. He looked malnourished and bruised up. She wrote down on a piece of paper, do you need help? At first, he shook his head no. Then he nodded yes. She called the police and the child was taken into child protective services and the parents were arrested. Now, here's where I think God intervened. The waitress was working, was only there because the regular waitress called out. Two, the family was sitting at the only table where the waitress could turn her back to the parents and they not see what she was showing the kid. I don't know, but I'm not sure if the other waitress would have cared or noticed the kid in distress. <clears throat> the kid would have been another tragedy waiting to happen. I wanted to give you a different aspect of your struggle with believing. I respect you and how you feel, though. I love the podcast. You are simply hilarious. Andy, you are forever a brother from another mother. Much love to you both. Uh, I'm not going to go off on a wild tangent about this because this is one of those things with, we've covered a million times and we could get lost in talking about it and let too much time go by before we read the next email. I will say this, or it could just happen to be that that was the circumstance. I, look, we could sit here and play imaginary what ifs all day. We don't know. Um, what makes my what if any better or any less than yours? I don't know. Um, but it just so happened that that worked out for that kid. The thing that's preposterous to me is to somehow suggest that that was God's intervention when it's like you could think of a thousand scenarios where kids got fucked. So what happened? God didn't feel like intervening in those. Why this one and not the rest? So come on, man. Then to me, it just, again, life's a fucking random, no making sense gamble. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't. Why are you laughing? In one way, you said preposterous. It was just, it just reminded me of Tyson having this conversation. And out of nowhere, you just said, it's preposterous. And it just, that's the Tyson word. I'm sorry. It just made me laugh. There's certain words that make me laugh. Oh, okay. Um, It's still free will. So if you, so if on the, on the day before your wedding, if you walked in your house and you caught me savagely fucking your fiance and you were mad. And I didn't want you to be mad. All I'd have to go was go, hey, man, I know this looks preposterous. <laughs> oh, damn. All right. Shock the shit out of me. I wouldn't be able to help myself. I'd just start laughing. I'd be upset, but still laughing. All right. Um, it's still free will, though, in that that woman uh, wrote a note. I, and I'm not trying to make this, I'm not trying to minimize this or make it small. Uh, 
if you believe in God, and, and, I, and, and we all have different beliefs in what that is. God is just a word. It doesn't actually it it, it 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 manifests itself differently through everybody else's brain. How mm-hmm. we all look at what God is, because God has different names in different religions. It's God is isn't the actual God. So if you uh, if you look at our history of our world, there's been always great injustices, horrible happenings throughout this whole world. It is the free will of man, and if you believe in, if you believe, however you believe the power structure that created us, it has given us and granted us free will to run and ruin this world. And I do believe that there are always moments where someone can do well, someone can do good, someone can make humanity better. It's a matter of us doing that. And that lady saw a situation. She could have easily said that that wasn't her responsibility. Her, it wasn't her business. She could have turned her head. Her free will made her take the, uh, that chance and opportunity, whether she could have gotten in trouble, lost her job, be attacked by the parents. She put out the note. She went the extra mile because of her free will to do something for humanity. And this is what I think is... It's why I'm saying I'm spending so much more of my time trying to understand what, who, trying to understand myself, my place, humanity, and grow. It feels like <clears throat> if if we want to, we could always look at something from any angle we choose that best supports our narrative and tie shit together. Yeah, but you could untie it too. Right. That's why I'm trying to say, who's to say my system on believing what is or isn't does it make me right or wrong over you? It, it just It's just whatever you believe. Because, again, there are gazillions of kids who die heinously. It's God picking sides? I'm going to save this one, but not that one. That would be fucked up. Yeah, so, so, so since we know that, it, you know, that I don't think God would pick sides, then I don't chalk that up to, man, God intervened on that one. But he didn't intervene on the other one. This shit happens. Unfortunately and sadly, shit happens. And shit happens and some people get fucked. And shit either happens or doesn't happen. And some people don't get fucked. It's just it. But if you believe in, uh, in, in a different structure than just this life, getting fucked here doesn't mean that you are fucked. It, it just can mean that this time period which is very small, how much time we spend on this earth, no matter how painful it is to spend whatever amount of time we do spend here, that doesn't mean there isn't, that it's just completely unjust. There may be a different reward. Mm. There may be a different place. We, we are all, I'm, I'm saying that we individually, if we looked inward to our humanity and tried to do things differently for the betterment of all of us, I think things would change. Unfortunately, not everybody's going to do that. And to knowing that your neighbor isn't going to support you, will you still support your neighbor? That's the hardest thing here. Mm. And I, I, don't, I don't know. And that, that's, this is where uh, the idea of God and following uh, these rules is very tough. Ghetto Casanova for you. An officer and a Spearsburg. I like that. Mm. What up, ANA? I can't thank you two enough for a great show and a shout out. Respect always to you both. Now, I don't think I read this, but if I do, let me know. Now, get to the now to get to the gritty point. 
Tiffany is fucked up for what she said and did. I got to watch it first. Basically saying, I got to screen you before I let you in type of bullshit. And we all heard your stories about how you helped her along the way. She was homeless. She said she can't wait to get to a house like yours. And now she acted like she doesn't even know you. <clears throat> to protect the brand talk sounds like some $10 a lot of hogwash. Uh, something a certain grown little man would say, especially since he's been his understudy a lot. I play a lot of devil's advocate and say as a female comedian, it can be harder to get your foot in the door and she wants to play it safe. And yes, she's put blood, sweat and tears into her craft. But like me and many others, we first found out about her from the girls trip movie where she was booty hole this and booty hole that. But hey, she's got a brand to protect. Now for Paul Mooney, he was definitely built different. He was in the stay tuned next week for a new episode of Good Times Era and actually starred in and starred in and back then it was black people versus the world. <clears throat> so the nigga 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 talk was in his DNA like your Jordan 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 talk. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> of course we all would have had to have seen him get everything that he so rightfully deserve, but like him, I'd rather be loved, respected, and appreciated in the streets. Yeah, it may not get you the biggest financial work, but you get a lot of little work that basically adds up. He said what we all felt and would love to say to people, and when you think about it, race is everything. Politics, love, religion, science. So if you look at it that way, he did cover everything. And just like you wouldn't do a Steve Harvey impression Godfrey shouldn't do a Paul Mooney impression. Hell, you even gave up your Denzel impression to the homie C. King. It looks like Andy's son needs to run and tell Godfrey his Mooney impression is declined. (laughs) 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 Peace and blessings, y'all. P.S. Gemma can definitely get it anytime. My man, Team Gemma. She definitely right all around. Those who say otherwise can't handle that type of woman. Now, I mean, she can get it anytime because who's going to fucking argue with her? She's, she got them. I want you. Fuck that. <laughs> she got them chun thighs. You know what I mean, son? She looked like she can carry me into the next room and I would happily oblige. Me and you both, nigga. She looks like she can call, carry the ball over the goal line is what she looks like right behind hey, the halfback. Hey, 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 brother. Hey. <laughs> You know what I mean? Hey. Shit. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you. Finally, Team Gemma, nigga. I think Mookie is with it, too. Um, yeah, man. Hey, you know, we covered the, the Tiffany Paul thing. I hear you, brother. Uh, it is what it is. I'm not going to, you know. I ain't getting any less sleep than I got before. So uh, it be what it be, baby. And you know what, though? I do want to say something because a lot of people who might not have heard past episodes of the podcast mm-hmm. by what they said is like, you know, you helped out Tiffany. You never said, I brought it up on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You never brought it up. You were never like, uh, I, you know, I helped her. You, you never said anything that brought it up. I brought it up. I met Tiffany. I met right. her at this. And then we had conversations about you making the, the, some of the videos together. I just want to say that because I didn't want anybody who maybe came to the podcast late think that mm-hmm. you've been talking now about Tiffany and right. and had helped her out. That was never that never came from you. That was never the intent of what you said. I, and I'm not saying that uh, that email was trying to say that. I was just right. bringing that up for people who are new listeners. Um, 
No, that it, like you just said, you covered it already. Uh, but this Gemma thing. Yeah, come on, man. <sighs> I'm telling you, man. I, 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 there, there. I don't think there would be any limit to my nastiness on what I would do to her or what she could do to me. Oh, I'd never been into urination, but I might let her piss on me, nigga. I, I, I got a feeling it'll taste like uh, something Spanish. <laughs> Sangria? Well, sangria, nigga. <laughs> sangria mixed with lemonade, nigga, or some, or some sweet tea or some shit. Oh. Uh, dude, I hope she doesn't push when she pisses because she'd probably knock you down. She I, is, I love it. I love it. Ain't no pee like pee that can shoot you across the room. She's, Gemma's, dude, you, you every, we all like what we like. It's subjective. Right. There we go. Uh, I'm trying to find something. Jealous. I know. I know. Doom, 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 doom. I love it. Uh, did I read this one? God, I'm if someone could make that where Bill Bixby is walking and instead of turning into Lou Frigno, he, he turns, turns into, into Gemma. Gemma. Love it. That would be amazing. Love it. L. Realist. Obina Apakama. Yeah. We must have a strong. We do have a lot of following. In Africa. Yeah, yeah they, yeah. Mm, okay. Obina Apakama. What's good, brothers? It's your half Nigerian fan, Obi, writing for the second time. Man, what the fuck? Paul Mooney just passed away. Rest in peace. OFC. He was born before my time. What's OFC stand for? I don't know. What? Rest in peace, Rest OFC. In peace. I don't know. Oh. Uh, I've seen some of his stand-up and loved him on the Chappelle show, so I'm aware of his legacy. Bad joke in parentheses. Your impressions are dropping like flies out here. Ooh, I know what he's saying. Who's next? LL? But yeah, I'm celebrating my 31st birthday this past Monday, and I'm a simple man. Had a mini vacation from work, so I did most of my stuff over the weekend, which included spending a little time with my father. He's from Nigeria. And I grew up American, even with him in the household. So I decided it was time to have a bit of that talk. Ironically, oh my God, this shit is killing me. My fucking chest. Dude, you, could, you know you can order cheese pizza. You don't have to put pepperonis and shit You think it's the pepperonis? Yeah, definitely. Mm. I'm saying that. it don't matter. I'm, just, I'm about to get You got to stop eating that pork. Yeah, yeah, swine, brothers. He was watching some African-American movies on YouTube when I got there. I can't lie. It was kind of interesting seeing how the how they carry themselves out there. It's funny. Their movies look like our hood movies do, but it was cool. He somewhat convinced me to get vaccinated, but it hasn't happened yet. Monday, I spent pretty much all day listening to the podcast while I smoked and gamed. I'm getting closer as I just made it to when you guys are discussing the last dance. Damn. Oh, and he says, damn, that shit was good. I've seen every episode at least twice. And listening to you guys talk about it, I might go for thirds. Man, you are crazy. I have a fucked up sense of humor, but you had me crying laughing with this joke I heard the other day. Uh, the, ninja, the ninja said one of the members of Criss Cross passed away, and you wondered if they put him in the casket backwards. Jesus, that was gold. I have a few topics I want to get to, but we'll get there. My top five comedians of all time, remember my age now. One, Patrice O'Neill. Two, Aerie Spears. Three, Corey Holcomb. Four, Dave Chappelle. Five, Greg Giraldo. One through four is self-explanatory, but Gigi 
was slept on. He's in the same category with Patrice to me, and sadly, they both went out before their time. Also was the best on every roast he was on. Andy knows what's up, I think. I'll get to the other topics next go around. Y'all keep working. Much love from the South, LOL. I like Greg, and he was a very sharp writer. But comedically, he didn't do for me what Patrice did. No, I thought he was very ahead of what he was doing. Really? Yeah, I did. Okay. But there's, you know, there's a lot of guys that I think are ahead. But, you know, different things. Death obviously takes you in a different direction. Right. Jon Stewart, I thought, is a very funny comic when he was younger. And then he did start doing The Daily Show. And that took him in another direction. Right. That took him out of doing what the direction I thought he was going to, what kind of comic he was going to be. Right. So the, I think there's a lot out there, but this is this is also the business is changes paths. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but his top five be, uh, on his age is was uh, it's respectable. Yeah, there's people that he's definitely missing. Who? Uh, well, because of his age, I, I I can't make a list without putting Pryor in that list. Right, but remember, he said because of his age. I know that's why I said because right. of his age. Right, but I, and, and and I and I know that Pryor doesn't hold up to this younger gen to the younger generation. Right, and, and it's unfortunate because there's a lot there's a lot in what he's saying if you get past uh, some of the older thoughts that are in it. Right, again, I I always said I I recognize Pryor's genius, um, but it didn't hold up to me. A lot of it didn't hold up to me. It is, it is one of the he's he is definitely the funniest person that I've ever listened to. But Chappelle is right there now, right? So I don't know. And honestly, Patrice was, but Patrice doesn't have a a, a, a huge body, body of work. work, right? And the same with Eddie Murphy. But Eddie Murphy has a, a movie body of work, but he doesn't have the stand up body of work. Right. But that doesn't make a difference to you. You put him up there with everybody else. Okay. Uh, I got to go through this shit, man, because I'm feeling like I'm running in circles. You were better when you printed them out. Yeah, I know, because it it gave me complete control to see what was what. Even as I'm reading some of these titles, I either feel like they're too old to talk about. We can pull an old one out. Pull an old one out? We should have an old out-of-the-bag one. Okay. Uh... Because people get mad when we miss them. Yeah. So we might yeah, as well pull yeah. an old one out. All right. Uh, it's probably one that just shit on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sent from S. Wiggins, Coming to America 2. Uh, some thoughts on Coming to America 2. Personally, I didn't have high expectations for the sequel. Because in general, sequels never live up to the original, especially 30 years after the fact. I do agree with the notion that they waited too long to do a sequel. In a recent interview, Eddie Murphy said that they never really intended to make a sequel, but never ruled it out. The first movie ended in a way that everybody lives happily ever after. Eddie also says the reason they decided they finally make a sequel is that he realized that there was a sort of a cult following for the original. For me, this was about nostalgia. I came away from the movie feeling indifferent. When the original movie came out, I was in high school, I think. What was funny to me that uh, funny to me then isn't necessarily funny to me now. That Take that for what it's worth. It's part of the problem making it a sequel to a comedy 30 years after the fact. It was enjoyable, but not one of Eddie's best. 
I think the sequels in general, in general, especially comedic ones, have to be made within three to five years of the movies to precede them when the ideas are fresh and relevant. Other thoughts? Uh, totally agree with you on today's rap music versus real hip-hop. I saw some of the responses to you on Instagram using the fact that today's mumble rappers are selling out shows, implying that black thought of the roots could not do that anymore because it's played out. Vanilla Ice, Tone Loke, MC Hammer. Sold out shows too, but weren't real hip hop. They represented a low point rap music culture, connected itself, and they disappeared. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, next, trying to find a new email. You see what I'm saying? Like, it felt old. Yeah, it did it feel, feel old. Well, but, you, but there, there's some stuff in there. Like, I was going to say, can you think of a movie that they, waited, that they waited on too long to make besides that one? Like, I think yeah. Godfather 3. Why? Because Al Pacino's being older. It just it just didn't have that. It just didn't feel I think right. That, I think that's what more of. A, I don't know. I don't know that it was a waited too long thing. I just think it wasn't. I, again, I personally don't think it's as bad as everybody says it is. But I don't think it has anything to do with waiting too long from an age thing. I just think a lot of people thought it wasn't a great movie writing wise. I I'm not disagreeing with that, but I think it's because. Uh, everything had tr- it had gone so long that it had to be exceptional, mm-hmm. and it, and it just wasn't. It wasn't. It it didn't it didn't hold. Right. Uh, the same thing though with uh, coming to America. It, it, the first one was exceptional. Whether you, whether it still holds up, like you said right now, but it had to be. It had a bar that it had to get over, and it didn't even come close to it. Yeah, I I think that movie. But the, I don't want to. I don't want to backtrack because I know I think I probably said they waited too long, but. Even if they waited as long as they did, it still could have been a better, better movie. movie. But Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure that they remade recently. I don't even see why you would want to remake that. But they did it. You know why? they? You know, this is where I think Keanu Reeves is so cool. I think he did it so that everybody who was in that movie can make money, uh, make some money. Yeah. And there was a, you know, there was a fan base for it. So why not throw it out there? For yeah. See? Uh, but I, What would Keanu Reeves say if he was Santa Claus... And it was time to take off and deliver the presents, and he's sitting in a sleigh. Oh, Steve? No. No, I'm just oh. <laughs> Steve should have played a little of that music right, right. there and just cut it off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, it's guns. It's just guns. Um, I'll tell you a movie that they waited too long to make that should have made right away. 48 Hours. Yes. I told you the most ridiculous aspect of that movie was Eddie fit into the same suit he had in into the first one, and this nigga was clearly twenty pounds chunkier. Yeah, but he's in the same fucking suit. But it, you know that movie that movie was made to be made again. I don't know. Yes. Why, why would you wait on that? So you know, there's uh, he's right though. You can't wait on a comedy. Comedy. You know. And then there are some sequels that should not be made. If it says in the script of Beverly Hills Cop 3, Uncle Dave. No, you don't make that movie. <laughs> Uncle Dave from Wally World, nigga. <laughs> Uncle Dave. Get the fuck out of here. That movie is so terrible. Beverly Hills Cop 3 is terrible. Well, how many threes are good? Hmm. How many threes are good? What's a three that was good? The the third episode, the third Star Wars was good. The, Return but, of the Jedi. Yeah. 
It was there, yeah. It wasn't as good as two. But it was good. But it was better than one. It was good. Lethal Weapon 3 was good. I'm trying to remember which one is three. Yeah, it was. The, the, the introduction of Rene Russo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Three was good. Uh, what's another good three? But there's Rocky. Not... Rocky three. But. Hey, woman. Hey, woman. I bet you stay up late every night wondering if you had a real man. I tell you what, bring your pretty little self to my apartment tonight, and I'll show you a real man. You are you, girl? Um, <laughs> Aliens 3 wasn't good, right? I don't remember Aliens 3. I remember that 2. Was the one which, Aliens was better than even Aliens. Aliens 2 was better than Aliens Alien, 1. Yeah. But Aliens 3 was the one with Charles Dutton. You know who Charles Dutton is? Uh, Black dude from the TV show Rock on Fox. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was in the all male prison. Yeah, yeah, that, that wasn't. That was, no. it, was, it was all right. All right. Well, another good. There's got to be a three, right? Threes. Threes are tough. Threes are tough. Which, um, what? Was there a Predator three? That we... No, and Predator two was horrible. I don't, well, yeah, you don't replace Schwarzenegger with Danny Glover, nigga. Danny fucking Glover. That's Arnold. What if Danny Glover did Arnold's voice? Yeah, yeah, I can't. He does his neck. He does yeah, his neck yeah. like an. I'm too old for this shit. No, nah, I can't even. Uh, I'm too. Uh, I'm trying to think of one more. What's a good action movie? Uh, was uh, was Die Hard three? Someone, him and Sam Jackson in New York. Yeah, th- that one wasn't bad. That one, it wasn't, one is it, still the best. Yeah, but Die Hard 3 was interesting. I don't know that it was good. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Three was with Sean Connery. Yeah, I believe so. That's a tie with me with two, because I like that little Asian kid. That Asian kid was funny. <laughs> Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. <laughs> uh, he was a cute, adorable Asian kid. But three was good because Sean Connery was funny in that. Yeah. Um, when they both slept with the... Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yo, Die Hard. Let me go back to Die Hard. How'd you like two? I liked one. One was the shit. Yeah. The plane thing in the snow at the airport is cool. But one was the shit. Three was interesting. And from there, it got sloppy. Two, two was a little cornier. It had okay. because they tried to get they tried to bring it back like it was all callbacks to what happened right, in one right right okay uh, Terrell old heads versus young heads yo Aries I just saw the video you posted on Instagram of you flowing while doing Hove that shit was fire dog I should play my shit at the end of the fucking <laughs> podcast episode let niggas know I got bars man <laughs> it's gonna cost fact. I don't think I'm gonna do that. It's gonna cost you twenty bucks. Shit. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna do that, dog. Cause I, yo, I, I got some bars. Nigga. You should do. You should do one. Um, you should do one, and that way you could. Have, who, who's the dude who always says they're all garbage, garbage bag production? Eric Venable. Oh yeah. no, uh, no, that's the doctor. Just, you know, that way he can he can rate too. Uh, look, man, I, I I always throw out a. What you call some, a, a label, a warning label that says, I know I ain't, um, how much time, we, it's almost six, right? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. How it's, much time have we done, 32 minutes? Yeah, we got to make this 45 minute long podcast. All right, y'all, we might give y'all some uh, Asian dick on this one. 
We usually get y'all. <laughs> we usually get y'all the straight Harlem or the Bronx big girthy dick. Give you extra, but on this one we may give y'all the pack loin. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just balls and three Mentos left in its wrapper. Um, hey, that's not fair. You leave me short dick. Uh, what the fuck was I saying? Yo, I, I gotta. <laughs> There's a joint I did. <laughs> a joint. Where's the beef in this beef and broccoli? Where is. We'll this? give you beef on the broccoli. <laughs> Lift broccoli. Beef there. You know, look. A lot of beef on the broccoli. You take fork. Leave broccoli. Beef there. You see beef. <laughs> Niggas love beef and broccoli, son. <laughs> I'm telling you, there are certain things that black people, and I think it's our, our, our I hope I'm using this word right, propensity for, well, we got high blood pressure. We love salty shit. And I'm telling you, niggas love beef and broccoli, son. I said beef and broccoli, right? Yeah. Okay. And we will complain. <laughs> AK ain't no more fucking beef and the broccoli, yo. Yo, me son. How come you ain't got no more beef and the broccoli, yo? I tell you, you leave your broccoli there. The beef there. You live broccoli. Beef there. Look at the beef. Beef hiding sauce. Like I said, man, you're not my first black friend, man. That's I keep telling you, you GTA motherfucker. That is a scene in a GTA game. The Jewish dude who's you is going to the mall to discuss what's the next caper, the next score, where they're going to rob. But they're doing it in the mall, and they're talking while they're hungry, and they at the motherfucking... <laughs> Uh, panda place and they get beef and broccoli and in the middle of the heist talk they stop and he go hey Sue Young ain't no motherfucking beef in this broccoli I tell you beef there you live broccoli beef in sauce you don't see it because it's same color man it's bullshit you don't like you don't you write letter to company uh, me and the partners you don't Jews eat a lot of uh, Chinese food you know that right I know but Jews don't love beef and broccoli like niggas do. But Jews eat there because it's Asian food, Chinese food is prepared kosher style. They don't mix cheese in with it. It's 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 separate. It's style, not right. kosher style. Right. So it's very. Uh, Dude, I said a long, I said this was I was imitating Jay Z, rapping about the beef, something with Cameron, and I did a song where I did Jay Z and Jay Z and DMX rapping together back and forth. I said some shit at Jay-Z where I said, uh, I'm going to take three shots of the gat, bust it so you've been warned. Then I'm going to put it to your neck to remind you the gun is warm. I got some bars, nigga. That's pretty good. Yeah, I got some bars. I said, uh, I'll let you hear the song before we go. This is fire, nigga. Um, I was doing, uh, fuck. Damn, yeah, it was fire. Dude, I just like when you did... Uh, you did that mumble rap song for breakfast, and you wouldn't you wouldn't do it again, dude. It was so fucking funny, and it sounded like everything that was out at that moment. I know. Uh, was I starting to read this? Yo, Aries, I said, uh, did I read the whole thing? No, I'm fucking oh, okay. Uh, that was fire, dog. It was you on this new era of hip hop. I'm only a few years younger than you, so I came up in the same era as you. When you think back to the golden years of rap, 90s and even early 2000s, uh, oh, 
COVID. Nah, I'm one of the vaccine boys. The vaccine boys are back in town. <laughs> Whatever happened the to the bus boys? boys. Shot, shot, ain't no COVID around. Um, <laughs> that's good, man. <laughs> you should call them up. The Bus Boys need a song. Yeah. Uh, it was about your wordplay, your metaphors, and storytelling. Not many asses you you can not how many asses you can make shaking a club. These days, you can literally say anything, and you're a hit. These damn Dr. Seuss rhyme cats. These damn Dr. Seuss. Rhymes these cats do now are straight trash. You can run circle. You can circles around the. You can run circles around these youngins in your video. And like you say, you're a comedian, not a rapper, but you killed it because you take pride in what you do. I don't think most of these mumble, mumble mouth rappers have that pride. For every Kendrick Lamar or J Cole, there's about ten Takashi six nines, and that's sad. <laughs> Keep doing y'all thing, fellas. I look forward to every Wednesday and Thursday to have you two join me on my ride to and from work. Hopefully, you guys will be coming to Northern Cali soon. Stay safe, gentlemen. Terrell Jackson. All right. I'm going to say this, though, before you start, because there really is only one Takashi 69 That's the problem. One dude who figured out how to make a fucking millions of dollars. Right. Let other people think that they can make millions of dollars. Right. But that was the one. I don't think there's another one that's going to get by like that. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, sorry, boys and girls. We might have to cut this short because I got to jump my black ass in the shower. Um, and we got to get to the club in what, half hour? It's 6.04. So we got to mosey on out of here. I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm cheating, y'all. You know what we should do? I'm going to tell you, you might not like this. Mm -hmm. I think if we could have Steve go back and cut in your favorite episode, the the Pussy Podcast, mm -hmm. just just the part where... The snippet where I'm giving the, the lesson right. and, and drop it in here because there's a lot of people who've joined up and haven't heard that yet. Right. Give some people some incentive to go back and listen to some of the... You might be right. You might be right. Uh, instead of me saying, and that's how I get pussy, let me tell y'all how I get pussy. Yeah. I like that. Steve, we're going to have you do that. And that part, you can hear this. Don't don't cut this part out, Steve. Let the audience hear us talk to the Wizard of Oz, the man behind the curtain. Uh, that part in episode 27 of the Pussy Podcast, once I start describing how to get the pussy, uh, play that. Matter of fact, let me... Hey, everybody, welcome to the Spears and Steinberg podcast, uh, better known as A&A. This is the Short Change podcast. It's the Short Change podcast, <laughs> or a.k.a. the Short Asian Dick podcast, uh, where we just give you the beef with less broccoli. <laughs> Coming up now, as DJ Steve is going to play. This is the Cutalingus Teachings by Aerie Spears on how I get pussy. Uh, a lot of you ladies may remember this from episode 27. Uh, this is Aries giving you a lesson, fellas, on what you need to do to get the panties dropped. Uh, so as always, sit back, relax. Again, I apologize. We apologize for uh, not giving you the full hour in the words of the ANAL sponsorship we just don't have it. Uh, that being said, before I sign off, uh, 
I'm going to let my uh, cohort here have a couple of words. And then uh, after you finish listening to this, we will play Aries rapping as Jay-Z and DMX uh, addressing the Cameron beef to show all you niggas how versatile he is as an X-Men. This nigga's got bars. Andy? That's all we got. So A&A is signing off from WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh, Steve, hit him with the Cungalingas. Cungalingas coaching. In three, two, one. Like, fellas, here's one. Here was one of my go-to moves, right? You already got it set up, right? You got the, you got your, you got your phone, your, I, your iPad, your phone, whatever, with your music on it. You already got your playlist. All the fucking the Marvin Gaye's, the Luther Vandross, the Teddy Pendergrass, the Usher, the all the ballad shit, the sexy shit. Boom, boom, all right, the mood is set. You can go get a bucket of ice. You got a microwave in your room. You get a cup, put some lotion in it. And most motherfuckers just want to rush to the pussy. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Calm down. That foreplay shit is the business. Right? You know what I mean? Get you get some wine. Smoke whatever you're going to smoke. Get on the bed. Get a, get a massage position. And most times women will love a massage. And they'll go, hey, ain't going to be no sex. But you got your clothes off. So again, we playing the game here. All right? Respect everything she says. But you have an agenda music on, you know what I mean, throw a couple of, you know, throw a couple of ice cubes in your mouth, kiss the back slowly, kiss the back of the kneecaps, the back of the knees, the front of the knees, the feet, the toes, the breasts, and everything is like, 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 let the, let your actions flow with whatever song is playing, you know what I mean, depending on, Teddy Pendergrass, turn out the lights, whatever the aggressive Parts of the song are when he get aggressive, you get a little bit aggressive. It's your foreplay game, and all the while you're doing this, just watch your body language. Look at the eyes. When the eyes slowly shut, when the back arches, when the when the hand grabs the sheets, when the toes curl, those are the signals. Keep playing the instrument and t- don't rush to nothing because the slower you are. The faster she'll become. Come on, ice cubes. Hold the toe. Put the put the foot up to your mouth. Put the ice in your mouth. Blow in between the toes. You know what I mean? The music is playing. Take your hand and put your fingernails. Just ever so lightly stroke the calf muscle. But I feel your fingernails. A little slow. Let a couple of let her see you do it. Right? Let her, she's laying on the bed. She's looking up at your face. And you're holding a foot near your mouth. Slowly. Don't spit. Slowly. Let the water drip out your mouth. In between her toes, all down her feet. Cold water. It's cold. Now she feels that air. Right? Stop. Take a break. Right now, she's, she's, she's going through something. Sit down in your chair. Pour yourself a drink. Light your cigarette. Just look at her for a little bit. You know what I mean? Don't touch her no more. Let the music play. The lights are set. Now in her mind, she's going, what the fuck is happening next? What is he going to do next? Why ain't he all, I'm laying here. I'm naked. What, 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 What is he doing? Let her keep fucking guessing. 
Smoke your cigarette. Take your time. Just stare at her dead in her eyes like you Joe Jackson looking at Michael and he ain't getting these steps right. <laughs> make him, make Mike know, nigga, you get these steps right or the beating is coming. Just look. Then put your cigarette out. Now you go back to it. Through the back, to the front. You know, put your mouth over the nipple. Same thing with the water drip down. Blow on it. It's tingling now, right? After you do that for a while, right? And this should go on for about, this whole process should take a good hour. It's hour foreplay. Now here comes the lotion. She already felt the cold. Take the lotion, throw it in the microwave for 30 seconds. It's going to be piping hot. Blow it off a little bit. Same spot you hit before. Now you hit it with the lotion. The toes, the heels, the, the sole of the foot, behind the earlobe, the back, the nipples. And remember the key here is don't rush. The slower you are, the faster she'll become. And you do the whole body. Now this is the key with the lotion. This is what's really going this is what's really gonna open the box, right? The hot lotion, right? You gotta rub that on the inner thigh up towards the vag. That thigh meat towards the vag. She's gonna feel that like a, watch them toes. Watch them toes, curl. Don't ever touch the pussy. But go around it. Be near it. Now she wants you to go there. Now you're putting that cold wind on that hot surface. <sighs> Let's fast forward towards that. <laughs> you did the cold. You did the lotion. Now she's got this, 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 this. I don't want to say greasy, but the lotion substance is all over. Yeah, you don't want to leave that there, right? So you go into the bathroom and you take a washcloth. You completely soak that. Then you throw that in the microwave, heat that up. And then when you pull that out, the steam is rolling off it. Wipe her entire body down with that hot rag. The last spot you get, the very last spot you touch, is the vag. But make sure when you do that, this is a steam is coming off this motherfucker. In other words, you have to do this process a couple times with the rag because it eventually cools off. And finally, when it's at its steamiest, that's when you massage the face of the vag and work the clip. I promise you, she'll want to fuck you. One massage. This message has been brought to you by Trojan Connor. Oh, Schlitz Malt Liquor. Fellas, do this. And hit me back and tell me if it worked or not. I guarantee you the success. Nothing is guaranteed, but I promise you the success rate, 98%. Because here's the thing. Remember, they already want you. They already attracted. The only thing that's keeping them from doing it is that woman shit. Uh, I don't want them to. What if he thinks I can't? My morals. But they're already there. All you got to do is Hit them right notes And you in there Plus you've been hitting them all night With the gift of gab So the more you fucking with they had prior to any of this They're already thinking about it I like this motherfucker This nigga's funny 
Oh my God. He said, Oh, he quick. He's slick. Okay. Okay. Come on, man. I'm telling you, man. Uh huh. Yo, Brooklyn, stand up. Well, let's get this nigga, man. Yo, Cam, man, I'm only dealing with you this one time and then I'm done, you know what I mean? I go back from the playing field to the ballroom. Shit, boy. Yo, X. This nigga know, man. Let's do it, baby. I told y'all niggas, when the dog's in the streets, you don't want to see that beast. When that nigga's off the leash, I might show you the teeth, then I'ma give you the spark. If I can't get you in the day, then I'ma fuck you in the dark. It's your boy Young H, top guard young and I'm faithful. You want to cross holes? Nigga, I straight pray for you. It's not safe for you. I lay you out so the destiny you have with death is a date that won't wait for you. And that bark is real, followed by that four-fifth, but I park those hills. You know we got a problem when I give you the stare. I'ma hit you with that red out of my eye, that infoglare. I'ma take that gap, bust it so you've been warned. And I'ma put it to your neck to remind you the gun is warm. The ring to watch the chain, I'ma rush that faggot. So three shots to your chest, now clutch that faggot. As far as wifey go, the bitch could get it too. Two shots, two death, do you part, now you part is two. Bullet touch your skin, your flesh starting to stink. Dress cold like pussy hoes, put all that paint. That's when I come in, and I'ma give you the work. Put your body beneath the earth, wipe your shoulder with the dirt. I bust two glocks, pop hot with a blind fury. Enough cake to shake, toss a wink to the blind jury. There's some grown man shit you bought us, sweet as fruit. It's the best of both worlds before Kells without the lawsuit. Homie, we all truth. Only your game's loose, the 4040 club, the movies. Homie, that's all proof. You gon' respect my zone. Backpedal about nine. Before I give X that look and he hand me that chrome nine. I'ma count it back from ten, and I'ma give you the nine. You made a deal with the devil, now your spirit is mine. You yearn to be us, you wanna be in our place. Cause the only time you taste Chris, I spit it in your face, faggot. Like I said before, I buy that by the case. When it's time to celebrate the eraser of that court case. Said I made a deal that involved the black case. DAs and the Jake had me placed for the take. What waits was a mistake. See, it just wasn't the case. Inside the black brief, contacts and contracts. They see niggas in Don hats. So we faced with the fate of catching a case. Life's a rat race. But I got enough cheese to keep my defense lace. Prosecutor dropping pace. My defense is making space. Lady Justice is loving me. Our scales is shifting in weight. Now that sets us up for where we are today. Paper that makes paper. Them days is done with the chase. Rhymes like hieroglyphics you find encased in a glass case. Ain't no evidence of who else is relevant. What they call that? Open and shut case. Shaboy! And that's how I get pussy. <laughs>